Sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Y'all, Bria can like really sing. <laughs> like she can really sing. Listen, no, nah, I just be playing. No, you you like you be you be playing, playing, but you can really sing. Let me be your agent. I can't. I'm gonna get you a deal. Twenty twenty four, we're going for more. <laughs> What up, what up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Growing in Love podcast. I'm your host, Austin Smith and... Rhea Smith. And the Smiths, we back at it again. Listen, this episode is going to get a little spicy. It's going to get a little... It's going to get a little hot. It's going to get a little warm. It's not because I have this hoodie on. (laughs) Talking about sex. Oh. I know. We... we, Not sex. You know, sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. And me. Y'all, Bri- Bria can, like, really sing. <laughs> like, she can really sing. Listen, no, nah, I just be playing. No, you, you like, you be, you be playing, but you can really sing. <laughs> Let me be your agent. I can't. I'm going to get you a deal. I don't want to. 2024, <laughs> we're going for more. All right. Anyways, um, as always, we want to talk about, before we get into our topic, mm-hmm. we need to know what are we growing through this week. Mm, what are we growing through this week? What are you growing what through? Them? Yeah, what, okay. What are you growing through? So, what am I growing through? I feel like for me, I'm learning that it is okay to be okay. Mm. You always hear that it's okay not to be okay, but what if you're okay? Mm. Like, I feel like in the world we live in right now, pain and suffering is so glorified that we don't understand that that's not our portion. Like, Mm. you may have pain, you may have suffering, but it's also okay to have joy. Yeah. Like, it's for you, right? So it's okay to be okay. Like we were talking about in our last podcast episode, this is the most settled and stable we have felt as a couple. Yeah. Right. And it's been some years to get us to this place. But now that we're in this place, I heard this woman on TikTok. I love her. I feel like her name is Tammy. I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. Oh, Tammy Hedden. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she did this TikTok video and she was talking about don't hide your happy. Right. Because there's some people out there that really think that every marriage is on the line of divorce and that's not true not true not every man is cheating out here okay some people enjoy coming home amen okay like this is a thing and we are at a great place in our marriage and we're not just doing this for social media we're not just doing this for a podcast like we're doing this because we're actually healthy yeah right so it is okay to be okay like we are financially stable amen God is continuing to bless us. He is. We're in a great place. Great and place. And that's okay. And that's okay. And we're not bragging. Mm-mm. Listen, but. But we also not going to be God like. God is good. Okay. You know, and people, I can say this because we black. You know how black people sometimes we be like, oh, you got it. But nah, that ain't, that ain't me. No, no, no. Like, like people like, oh, yeah. you, you rich. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Thank oh, you for prophesying it over me. Listen, uh, we receive it. Over oh, you here. got it. Yeah, we receive it. And not because it's us, you know what I'm saying? But because like that's what God has for us. That's what he has for us. And I'm walking. We're going to walk full, full agreement with that. And as children of God, that's what he has for you, too. Come on now. OK, for real, for real. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we got to stop playing with that. For me, um, I, I think what I'm growing through is is discipline in the sense of my need to deepen in my discipline, mm. to deepen in my discipline. Mm-hmm. I went to New York. Um, and this was one of the things my brother Troy, if you're watching, shout out to my brother Troy. He said this in his session. He said, discipline helps helps us to increase the potency of who you're called to be and what you're called to do. 
and it was crazy because it's just like, oh, another thing he said, um, discipline helps us to say no to some things and help helps us to con- helps us, excuse me, to discern what are the God things. And, you know, there's been a lot that's been spoken over us as of late. And for me, a lot concerning 2024, which is super exciting. But I believe, you know, for myself, one thing God's requiring for me is like, hey, I'm, I'm deepening your discipline. Mm-hmm. I need I need mm-hmm. I need to deepen your roots. So I need it. Um, you never want to get into a room that your integrity isn't deep enough to mm-hmm. keep you in that room. Yeah. You know, so um, discipline and that's not just like a deep metaphorical thing. Like, you know, we were joking about our diets like, yeah, I need to be disciplined with the diet. I need to be disciplined with uh, going to the gym consistently, you know, discipline, time management, like discipline translates in so many different areas of your life. And um, yeah, to build good habits. Yeah, it helps build habits without good discipline, without consistency, because Habits aren't made from things that you do sometimes, the most times. Watch it. Watch it. That's a word. Well, listen, we are talking about sex. Sex. We're talking about sex. I'm I'm excited about this episode because I think um, it's necessary, especially in the context. Let's be let's be specific in the context of marriage. Mm -hmm. Like sex is a beautiful thing that God has created. Yeah. The issue is in church, we have. We have sanitized sex. Mm. We have sanitized it where Not we sanitized sex. we have sanitized it where we we are afraid to say the word sex. Mm-hmm. We are afraid to say penis. We are afraid to say vagina. Like mm-hmm. you, even even when I said that, you like oh, we may have to block those words out. <laughs> you, you you can say that on you can say that on YouTube. Like the thing is, it's like that's a that's that's a male reproductive part yeah, that is. God Facts. created. Like a vagina is a woman. Like. Facts. Like even the the fact that like we live in a culture where we feel like cringy to say that like no that's yeah, like with sorry. our children when I when I tell the boys like they're 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 five and two but like my young or my oldest like I need him to know like this is what this is so that someone doesn't come to you and give you some like code word for it right some play play name and then they, like he's confused and then that's how something happens like no like right. we need to talk about that stuff and it should be com- it yeah it, it, mm-hmm. this is what it is because like. Sex was created by God. It's a beautiful thing. Right. But it's such a burden for many of us. Mm-hmm. If you're single or if you're married. Yeah. And most of saying? us was taught, listen, don't have sex. Okay. Because you're going to get pregnant or <laughs> you're going to die. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, that's not, I don't know. That's yeah. not, that's not it. So then you forget or you never realize the beauty behind sex. Yeah. And that's how people get married and they be like, oh, sex. Yeah. You're married now. This yeah. is the time where you can be nasty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. You don't have to pray after sex anymore. Yes, I, I, I've done that before. Um, <laughs> I did that. BC, before Christ. Yes, there's been times and situations that I've been put in before Christ where I knew I was doing something wrong and I've literally cried mm. after having sex. Felt so guilty, felt so nasty, felt so ashamed. Then you get in marriage and you can do anything, everything in the bedroom with your, with your married partner. And now... You scared? You scared? Are you feeling weird? Yeah. Tell yeah. me. Tell me more about that. What? What? What's, what's the context with that? Yeah, I just think as women, if you've always constantly have been in this mindset of, hey, you have to be. You're not the one who's pursuing your husband, or you're not the one pursuing a man. Right. When a man finds a wife, 
he fi- I mean, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Mm-hmm. So in your mind, the man is always supposed to be pursuing. Mm. So now it feels weird or odd because it's not familiar to me to pursue you because I feel like I've never had to pursue you. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is this sex is a beautiful thing. Your husband also deserves to be pursued too. And I think that's something that I have to learn. That's something that I've had to retrain myself to do is just to be comfortable with the idea that sex is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, that God created sex. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And that is something it's an, uh, it's another form of communication to do with your partner. Like now when I have sex with my husband, it's like, I feel like I'm communicating with him. Like, I love you. Mm. Listen, I want to be with you. We're here together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's the type of communication. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's blessed me. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Listen, I, I want to get context from the male perspective because for me, my teacher for sex came from a fantasy. Mm. It mm-hmm. came from Talk pornography. So, you know, I got exposed to porn, um, dang, maybe like, was it middle school? I want to say probably like middle school. Mm-hmm. And it was like very unintentional, was not looking for it. It was actually at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And some boys that were there, somebody had a DVD and, you know, they pulled out late night, you know, the parents were asleep. They pulled up on the Xbox and all of a sudden, like I'm seeing something that I've never seen before, mm-hmm. you know, like, and something is awakening, something's aroused with my body, but also there's a door and a corridor open in my mind mm-hmm. and I'm getting the first lesson <coughs> of sex from, from a fantasy that's not even real mm-hmm. versus even being taught by my parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we had conversations here and there, but like to see that, like at, that especially in middle school, you know, middle school is just a wild time anyways. Right. Like it's just an awkward time. And what that did was that opened up a door for me to create this idea in my mind that this is what sex looks like. Right. It's a, it's, this is, this is the expectation, Mm -hmm. right? And when you create that expectation in your mind based upon fantasy, based upon things that are not real, what you do now is you take that into your relationships. Mm -hmm. You take that into you know, in college, you take that into thinking that it's supposed to look like this. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to feel like this. It's supposed to, that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. And you're sadly mistaken because you realize that it's not, it's not real. Listen, that's a movie. That's a production. It's a production, right? <laughs> and here's the dangerous thing about porn too, is like porn is so dangerous because it's the one thing that never told me no. Mm. So you're looking for affirmation. You're looking for it's not even about the sex, to be honest. It's really about, like, this is the one thing where I feel like I am enough because it never tells me no. Mm-hmm. I have every option that I want. Mm-hmm. Whatever type of woman that I, I, I desire, you can just search and you can just find that, right? Mm-hmm. But realizing, and here's the thing about marriage is, a lot of times people think that once I get married, then I'll just be good. Mm-hmm. I'm having sex every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're tired. And when you have kids, yeah. Listen. And no, no, that's not yeah. like a, it's not, it's not a shot. It's just like, yeah. there's this false expectation that we have about marriage. Yeah, but that's what it's going to be like. We got to do an episode on that. that, that there's, it's like a false, <laughs> false expectations expectation. of marriage, man, where it's mm-hmm. just like, every day when I come into this house, we sitting on this counter. Nah, like, we got to figure out what we eating, get these kids, mm-hmm. stop fighting each other. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. tired. There's days where I've come in here on this net. Like, you know, I'm, it's life is life and right? Life is life in. But when it comes to, um, you know, the things that you do when you're single, marriage only amplifies that even more. Yeah. And bringing, bringing pornography into marriage and realizing that, hey, like, this is unfair to my wife, one, mm-hmm. to create this expectation on her. But this also creates a divide in our marriage where now I'm allowing the enemy to create a crack, to create separation within us because I'm robbing her of the opportunity to to give me what is her was her responsibility in a sense of satisfying satisfying me as her husband. Mm-hmm. Or satisfying each other. Yeah, satisfying. Yeah. yeah. You know, together. Mm-hmm. But so again, like therapy has helped me a lot. You know, when it comes to um, that aspect. But then now seeing that sex is beyond just a position, um, it really starts, and you helped me with this, it, it really starts, you know, before you get into the bedroom. Yeah. It, it starts with having conversations with your spouse, <laughs> like understanding, like, what what it looks like to be intimate with someone beyond touching them. Like, can you touch me without touching, touching me? me. Mm-hmm. You want to talk more about that? Yeah. So I think as women, um, we are more emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we require a little bit of a different type of love. And I feel like that's why it's important to know your love language, right? Because mine is quality time. And now it's acts of service. Because when you get married, you have kids, you'd be like, listen, do something for me that I don't have to do myself. Okay? Mm-hmm. Vacuum. Wash a dish. Take out the trash. Listen, love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> turns me on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, what was the question? Totally lost it. That's what happens when you get She, she started thinking about the dishes being washed. Right. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Lord. Oh, what was the question? What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> like. Now I'm thinking about washing dishes for you. I know. Oh my gosh. I know. We were talking about. Knowing your life. Oh, yes. emotional creatures. Yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. We're Lord. emotional creatures. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I require a little bit different. Listen, Austin can be aroused, but I can look at Austin a certain way. He'd be like, oh, you like, you ready? You, you ready? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, denied. Looking at you. Denied. She's, I'd be like, playing with her. She'd be like, and, excuse me. Stop. Move. I'm trying to get to the refrigerator. Well, move, me, move just gone. And for me, I'm just like, listen communicate with me, talk with me, you know, let's have deep conversations. Now, listen, I'm in the mood now, mm-hmm. you know, cause I feel like you have pursued me throughout the day instead of just pursuing me at one time in the bedroom. Now I don't feel like I'm, you know, just a piece of meat. I feel like, listen, you're, about to say that. you're pursuing me throughout the day. So I feel loved. I feel like my love tank is filled and now I'm overflowing and now I'm providing you with what you need. Yeah. What do you, so you, you said pursuing, mm-hmm. um, I think that's, I think that's something that looks different when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you know, like when we were dating, pursuing was more so like, how could I say, it was more about presentation, I right, think, not, not, not fully, not fully, right, yeah. but I think a part of it was like the pursuit was like, you know, you're getting flowers and you're, you, you're setting up these dates and you're trying to have this presentation in a sense to like, like yeah. 
you're setting this bar where it's just like this this will make the person um feel appreciated you know like what I'm you're saying? trying to get to a certain place yeah but i feel like in marriage it's almost the same thing it's not that you're trying to get to a certain place but you're just trying to make sure that you maintain a yes. certain spark or a certain level of intimacy yes a certain level of getting to know each other but i also think with both like the intentions are different like in you're intentionally trying to get to a place yeah but even like in i think in dating i might be veering off a little bit but i think in dating like a lot of times you're dating that person's representative like in the beginning in the beginning i mean eventually you're going to find out who they really are right yeah but it's just like that's why i mean like <laughs> presentations like i'm yeah. i'm i'm trying to pursue you and like oh we going here and like and, and this wasn't necessarily like the case for us completely yeah. But I think when you get into marriage and then you get into seasons and you get into life and you get into transitions and you get into, you know, having kids and, you know, right. all this, all this stuff is happening. Your pursuit of that person, like it looks different in, mm-hmm. in order to keep the spark, like the level of intentionality might not be Ruth Chris and flowers every, every week. Yeah. It might just be sitting on the couch and say, Hey, like, I miss you. Like, let's talk. Yeah. Like, you know, some of the best days we've had have been like, our Chick-fil-A dates in the, in the car, just chilling in, right. the, in the parking lot or, you know. They're intentional. They're intentional. And that's what yeah. I mean. Like, it's mm-hmm. not about, like, yes. trying to create this presentation of r- arriving to this right. place. And all. It, it's almost like Valentine's Day. It's almost about like Valentine's Day. Like, Valentine's right. Day is, like, you know, you getting this big bear that you that you can't fit in your car. You know what I'm saying? The bear is bigger than you. You know, you, 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 taking, you taking her to this restaurant. You can't pronounce the stuff on the menu. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do the most for one. Don't come for me. I know how to pronounce it. Listen, <laughs> but but we're doing the most for one day. Yeah. Instead of realizing that you can you can not necessarily do the most, but like be intentional on most yes. days, and it can be more impactful. And I say most days, meaning like every day is not going to be perfect. Yeah. But like the intentional is like on my intention on most days, like as as many days as I can, like I'm gonna be intentional in however way I can. Like it's not necessarily about intensity; it's more so about consistency. You know what I'm saying? I think my version of pursuit now is just making sure that I've made you feel seen, mm-hmm. um, heard, and valued. Yeah. Right? I feel like everybody wants to feel seen, heard, and valued. And if you don't have that, even outside of your relationship, if you don't have that outside of your relationship with God, like before I was a believer, I felt like I was always trying to feel seen, feel heard, and feel valued. Yeah. And I feel like that's why a lot of people will try to search for things because that's what they're feeling a void of. For sure. And I feel like in your relationship, I never want you to feel like you have to run outside of our marriage to feel seen, feel heard, and feel loved. Mm. Obviously, you're going to feel that through your relationship with God. Right. But if I haven't made you feel seen, like I want to provide a safe space for you where you're vulnerable enough to come to me with anything. We can have any type of conversation. Mm. I want you to feel like, listen, my wife is listening to me. She's paying attention to what I'm saying. And she's not always trying to fix me. But she's literally listening to me. Slow down, woman of God. So that we can get to know each other. Mm-hmm. So that I know where you are. Yeah. And I think a lot of times I realized that the more I listened to you, the more I was able to pray for you spiritually, fight for you spiritually, because I was able to listen. Yeah. If you're always listening to respond, you will try to fight, you know, with your words instead of allowing God, allowing yourself to fight in the spirit and work for your husband mm-hmm. and pray for the right things. But I feel like God reveals that to you the more that you actually listen. Yeah, I, um, I, I said slow down because you you were hitting a good pocket. Like 
when it comes to the context of marriage and I mean, we're still talking about sex. So we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, intimacy. And I think like this is a part of being intimate. Like mm-hmm. we live in a world when it comes to conversations, oftentimes we listen to respond mm-hmm. instead of listening to understand. Right. Like sometimes like I've told, I've told Bria, like sometimes, man, I don't, I don't need, I don't need a response. And not in a sense of like, I don't care about what you're saying. Right. It's more so just, I just need to get this off my chest. And I, I'm, we've, we've gotten way better and grown into like learning how to be, of course, God is our safe place. He is our refuge. He is our strength. Amen. Mm-hmm. And like, I need to make sure that I'm, that this woman is my safe place to be able to share and confide in. Right. Where I'm not confiding into anybody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yes, there's some things that like as men, we can share with each other that like women would just never, never understand because men are men and this is how we process this. And we, we understand each other in the, in that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And in my marriage, I want to feel safe to be able to share the things that I'm supposed to share with my wife. Right. You know and what I'm saying? If I don't understand it, you know, at least I can have empathy for it and I can just yeah. help you out, you know, cause we may not always agree on everything. Yeah. But at least I can do is acknowledge your feelings and that they're valid. And that's just how you feel. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Like we don't always have to agree, but the fact that you allow me to just share and say like, Hey, like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, and to resist the temptation to like, all right, let me see how I can fix this. And right. you, and, and I just like that. I could say that for myself too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like hearing you and listening to you. I mean, that's Absolutely. been, a, that's been a part of our journey too. And like, Hey, like, what do you need? Yeah. And like, it's and funny. Turn on. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like I think sometimes, maybe in the past I could be wrong or just making assumptions. Like when we sit and talk, sometimes I might not like. Oh, I know what you're about to say. Like I'll be I'll be like sitting like this, like you know, but okay. I'd be like, he ain't listening to a darn thing that I'm saying. She want to say something else, but then I'll bring it. <laughs> but then I'll bring something up. And I'm like, oh, like a, you was like listening later. to me. Let me tell this man will tell me every detail of what I said about four years ago on the date and knows the time and everything. I'm like, oh, you really do listen. Yeah, I remember when we first started like dating or like when we when we got married like early in our years, like you used to be able to tell like you would tell the same story. Oh my god. And there'd be times like I would pretend like I didn't hear that story before, wow. but it was like the same story. Wow. Call me out. But, Call know. me out. Anyways. <laughs> But the point is, like, just being able to listen to, like, understand, and I think that... I have something with that, the listening, right? Because I feel like communication is also very important in sex. It is. Okay? It is. Let's go there. Be able to communicate, Mm -hmm. have good conversations, Mm -hmm. and be comfortable with having those conversations. How do you know? Because, you know, people always say, oh, you got to try the car before you buy it or something like that you know you Mm -hmm. got a test drive how do you know if you're compatible listen if one person has a penis and one person has a vagina you guys are compatible that's how god made it it goes together okay you don't have to try it 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 can work the only thing you need to do is communicate okay this is what i like this is what i don't like Mm -hmm. you know that that's what makes you compatible the compatible is the relationship that you have with each other yeah i feel like sex sex before marriage we've done a video on this before but Mm-hmm. Sex before marriage. People don't believe this. I remember we said this on a panel <laughs> um, at a college panel before, and we tried to describe or we were just talking about how sex before marriage wasn't as good as sex in marriage now. Mm-hmm. And the reason that is, I think, one being we always felt ashamed about mm-hmm. it. Right. It's like, oh, you feel guilty. You, you can't even get into it the right way because you like, oh, I'm doing something bad. I'm not supposed to be doing this. But mm. sex after marriage, the more we get to know each other on like a deeper level, yeah, 
I feel like the better sex has gotten, the more we get to know each other's bodies and, you know, what he likes, what I don't like. And he's telling me, listen, I like when you talk to me. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, because I thought I just needed to be quiet. Yeah, don't, 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 don't <laughs> turn, turn that mute button off. Let me start. But, but, but those are the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that helps, that helps sex. So communicate. Yeah. And yeah. if it's uncomfortable, keep doing it. Yeah. Keep talking. And let's be let's be honest. Let's be transparent. Like I said, we we've had we've had sex. Like I said before, we got we got married. Yeah. Um. Not and many times. No, not many times. But like it has happened. It's happened. And um, I say that because like when people look at couples, mm-hmm. especially, spe- Christian, especially couples. Christian couples, they're like, oh, like you know, we have these fake testimonies sometimes. We don't. I ain't just- never kissed. Listen, hey, no, well, uh, that's, that's good. That's good for you. If that's, that's your not testimony, testimony, it's not ours. <laughs> it's not. No, 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 no. Yes. Like, we didn't hold and hands. I get it because you have to know yourself. Yes, you, that's, if that's true. If kissing is something that, you know, listen, you kiss me for five seconds, I'm taking your clothes off. You got to know yourself, okay? Listen. Maybe you don't need to be kissing, okay? If that makes you <laughs> arouse, don't you put your lips on him because you got to know yourself. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's why we had sex before marriage because maybe we didn't know ourselves quite you know, well, we probably shouldn't have been kissing. Yeah, talking at Mikey. We shouldn't have been kissing. Yeah, <laughs> a little peck here and there. Right. Real, real, real quick. You know, you, we 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 talked a lot. You know, in this conversation about sex, intimacy, communication. Um, I want to touch on this. Um, two things. One serious and then one funny. Okay. Let's do serious and then we'll land on funny. That's mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Um, on the serious tip, we talked about. Or we 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 kind of touched on how has the church helped, or um, how has the church helped or harmed us when it comes to sex? Do you want to you want to give your opinions on that? Like, um, know? I think you've mentioned this at the beginning. Yeah, it's just very sanitized. Yeah. And if you've always heard from church that it's not right, you know, you shouldn't be doing it, mm-hmm. then you don't realize that. Sex was created by God is yeah. actually a great thing in the right context within the right, you know, boundaries of marriage. And I think that's kind of what sex has done. It's kind of like just made people feel like, you know, what this is just something that doesn't need to be done. So I think that's how it's hurt us. Um, you said, how has it helped us? Yeah. Or let's let's say this, like, what's the opportunity of how we can help future generations or like even now, like, how can we? How we how can we be more intentional when it comes to talking about sex in church in a healthy way? Yeah, I think definitely explaining that God created sex, but mm. just helping people to understand the boundaries of sex, right? Yeah. And why God has set certain orders for things. Yeah. So obviously he says no sex before marriage, but that's because there's a lot of things that come with sex, right? Sex in biblical context. Whenever you had sex, that was you consummating your marriage. So that was kind of like the symbolism of the two becoming one. Mm-hmm. And what happens with that spiritually, there's so much that happens with that. That's how you get soul tides, mm-hmm. right? When you have sex before marriage and then you wonder why you're, you know, you're emotionally just going crazy over this man who ain't even your husband because you don't had sex with him yeah. right because and those are called soul ties because you've literally emotionally attached yourself to someone mm. um in a spiritual way so there's definitely reasons why god has things in place he's very intentional about the order of things yeah so i think explaining that to people and maybe they may not always understand sometimes people only understand through experience but also giving people grace if they messed up mm-hmm. right like 
my grandmother, for instance, she was pretty much banned from church because she had sex when she was 16. She got pregnant when she was 16. Mm. And it's just like, I feel like even till this day, the reason why maybe I didn't grow up in church is because of how people treated her. Yeah. Right. She was going to a place that was a safe space. People don't know that as a 16 year old girl, she was taken advantage of by a grown man. Mm. But back in the day, listen, nobody's asking questions about this man. They just see you because that sex is one of the sins where you can actually see it on you, right? Especially if you are pregnant. So there's a lot of things that are hidden. There are a lot of sins that are hidden, but sex is one of the ones where you can actually see the fruit of, you know, yeah. thereof. Well, well, not necessarily that sex is a sin, but you're saying like... It is a sin out of sight of marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Give that context. Yeah, outside that, of marriage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Give so that I context. understanding and just elaborating that and explaining that to, you know... Not even the younger generation. Just explaining that to anybody who is a believer in Christ. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's good. <coughs> I think it's interesting. You know, like the Bible, the woman called an act of adultery. We talk about the woman who's called an act of adultery, but we don't know where the men were. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Even in the context of church, the yeah. um, the woman is set down, but the the man gets to keep playing on the drums. Yeah. That's a whole different conversation. Um, I think when you have re- when you have revelation, now you have responsibility. And I think we need to be more authentic and we need to be more vulnerable and we mm-hmm. need to stop stepping on ice or, or, or tiptoeing on ice and just 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 go there. Mm-hmm. And I think having sit down conversations with like, you know, our youth, our students, yeah. not the sanitized version in, in, in the in the safe. There's there's safety in the multitude of counsel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think, you know, having, you know, seminars, I won't say seminars, but just real talk. Yeah, just, just conversation. Try to make a deep we make seminar. It complicated. Just just more conversations, you know, instead of sermons being, you know, I think there's power in sermons and teaching, mm-hmm. but even panels, you know. And I'm not saying like this stuff isn't happening. I'm just saying like these are these are things that I think that can um, yeah. be healthy. I think, you know, having accountability, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it comes to people that you mentor or mentee, you know. And there was one thing that you said earlier. You were like, when you were first introduced to porn, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't your family, it wasn't your parents that were telling you about sex. It was porn yeah. that introduced you to sex. And I think sometimes we're so scared to talk to our kids about sex because maybe if we talk about it, then maybe they're going to do it. Yeah. No, they're going to do it regardless, mm-hmm. right? <coughs> but if you talk to them about it first, then you're able to explain the beauty of sex, but then also why God is so intentional about his parameters on yeah. sex um, and him trying to protect you from certain things. I don't want my kids to learn something out in the world when I could have taught them first through the word of God. Yeah. Right. So I think it is important to have very honest and real conversations um, with your kids about sex and don't make it like, you know, oh, the birds and the bees. What? I'm not a bird or a bee. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, how is this yeah, adding up? I never understood about the birds and the bees. Yeah, please stop. Like, or, or the stork. No. Like a That's bird, not how we got here. A bird really dropped you You got off. here because your mama and your daddy. Was listening to Marvin They was Gay. having a time. Let's okay? get it on. <coughs> and the so. healing that they needed wasn't from Jesus. Tell people the truth. They're That's pretty much what it healing. is. Tell people the truth. Yes. Stop sugarcoating things. Speaking of speaking of telling the truth, as we land this plane, we need the truth about tw- about twerking. You you you're a you're a little viral on uh, TikTok. Stop on the talk that ticks. 
And uh, I wanted to end on a light note because the Saints are – some some of the Saints have been watching this. They Listen, they got the volume down, you know, because we said the word penis. And <laughs> they, 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 they had the volume up, and they, oh, God, they, oh, Jesus. They, 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 My uh, penis. Listen, um, they, they, they've been sweating and everything. <laughs> um, you know, it's okay. You That's know, you, you can watch this. You can watch this episode with your parents if you want to. But anyways – you had a video on TikTok that went viral talking about twerking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sarah Jakes Roberts like commented on as well. Listen, I love me some Sarah. Yeah, she's she's pretty dope. Listen, I think we're friends now. Yeah. But anyways, tell me um, tell, tell me about this video and, and the people want to know: Is it okay to twerk for your husband? <coughs> Obviously, that is a given. Absolutely, yes. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. I feel like we just need to be more honest and playful with conversations like that. Sometimes I feel like Christians just need to laugh. Just be tight. Just need to laugh. So right? holy, you can't, you can't. You know, <laughs> but in that video, I was basically saying how, listen, just reflecting over some things, reflecting at house parties when I was just twerking, and now I'm over here packing lunches in the <laughs> suburbs with a husband who preaches the gospel. And someone commented on that video, and they were like, well, twerking isn't a sin. I'm like, you darn right it's not a sin. Okay? Sure we twerk every night over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely twerk for your husband. Amen. Listen, Amen. I think in that video I said, if you don't do nothing else. If you don't do nothing else. Twerk for your husband. You know? Listen. So. All the husbands say amen. Can you imagine <laughs> on your wedding day, right? Y'all ain't never did nothing. He think you good and safe. You are good and safe, right? Real holy. <laughs> you bust out, okay? Twerking. Okay? Hey, listen. It's going to shock him in the best way. Shock him in the best way. Hey. Okay? I'm not complaining. Do it. I'm not complaining. Do it for me and let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Twerk for him. Listen, listen. Well, Again, we wanted to make it make it light. Again, sex is a topic that, again, has people tense, but it doesn't have to be tense. Um, Facts. You know, it's it's something that you need to talk about, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more. But again, thank you guys for watching this episode of Grown and Love the podcast, and uh, we're out. Mm-hmm.